Can you just end up in the perfect career? Can you just fall into the perfect profession for you? For some people, that's, it seems like that's how it works, right? And, and here you are thinking, wow, how do I fall into $10 million? <laughs> some people have it all figured out, don't they? Or do they? Let's talk about falling into stuff. We talking about leadership, communication, public speaking, storytelling, motivation. And if you listen, you can speak out to the nation. If you think about it, life is your own creation. RK3 is the show. He speaks with confidence. He speaks with that flow. And you should already know how it goes. Get rolling with a pro. The RK3 Show. Hey, yo, it's the RK3 Show with me, RK3. But you probably knew that. <laughs> Anywho, we're at episode 78, or should I say 100 minus 22? <laughs> that was great last time. So great. I gave away an Amazon gift card to the person who called in and shared how they did their math. <laughs> I'll reveal the winner on the next episode, but let's give away another gift card today. Let's move this one up to hmm, $25, though. Here's the question for this gift card. Who was the first athlete interviewed on season two of the podcast, the RK3 show? Who was the first athlete that we interviewed on season two of the podcast? Go ahead over to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. That's robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail and leave the answer along with your email. Oh, and tell me one thing that you like about the podcast. All right. I want to hear that. Go ahead and do that for me. I'll announce the winner in the next few episodes. Okay. Ready and go head on over to that site. Yeah, that's right. I'm waiting. I'm sitting right here by the button. (laughs) All right. Let's roll right into today's episode. Precious Williams is an attorney who became homeless and had to fight her way back to success. She's a 13-time national elevator pitch champion. She's also been featured on Shark Tank, CNN, WSJ, Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, Black Enterprise Magazine, Essence Magazine, The Movie, Leap. Her current clients include Microsoft, LinkedIn, Google, eBay, and more. Wow. Let's chat with the killer pitch master, Precious Williams. So listen, let's jump on into this thing. I really want to maximize the time that we have here because I know that you've got gold for the people. So let's talk about this. I just kind of mentioned the, 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 the name of your website and, and, and kind of the name of your business. And it almost seems like it's tailor-made for you, like your mama knew something when she named <laughs> it, right? How, how, did you, how did you end up as Precious, the perfect pitch master? Well, first of all, I'm named after my grandmother, so her name was Precious Williams. I'm just coming right on behind that, just uh-huh. picking it on, uh, picking up what she's putting down. I'm picking it up what she's putting down. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I've been a speaker since I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. which sounds so strange because I grew, I grew up in the inner city. Wow! And you know, the principal of my high school just thought I just knew how to command. He said, "Whenever you walk into a room, it's all eyes on you, mind you." I'm not light-skinned with green eyes. So I don't know what it was about me or my presence. Yeah. But people would just... 
I don't know who that chick is, but whatever. So my first speaking engagement was before the mayor of the city of St. Louis. And my second speaking engagement was before the governor of Missouri. So if you think about it, you think about like the Barack Obama trajectory and how he was came out of nowhere at the Democratic National Convention. Right. That's how I felt way, way back in the day. Right. And so, you know, continuing to keep speaking and keep speaking and keep speaking. I didn't realize it was a talent. I just thought everybody could do it. Right. The older I get, the more I realize that they don't. The reason why I became the killer pitch master is because I started my first company in 2011 and I had no money, like none. I was, I was an attorney, quit all my jobs. And I literally just said, you know, I got to give my all to this business. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any business skills or anything. I just knew I was 327 pounds. And I just felt like there were so many women who looked like me at the time and there was no sexy, stylish or fashion forward lingerie for us. So with all the might I could muster, I remember going to a a small business awards with cranes, no money in my bank account, somehow got to the event, saw the producers at MSNBC because God had told me, you're going to be on television. That's how it's going to happen. He told me that when I was five. And I was like, all right, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, we right here. (laughs) And um, my first pitch, and I didn't even know what I was pitching. I was just trying to figure out how do I get to him? How do I say, what am I going to say? And they asked me who I was. And they were like, who are you? I said, well, I'm glad you asked. My name is Precious Williams, and I'm the proud founder and CEO of Curvy Girls Lingerie. We're the ultimate shopping experience for full-figure divas and plus-size fashionistas. When I tell you, they looked at me like I was like, they started laughing. And I'm thinking, that's my best work. That's all I got. And they were like, no, you're the first person to walk up to us and pitch to us. Not only did you do that, you did it well. Wow. And then they introduced, then they brought the host of the show to come talk to me. And I'm thinking my bladder was so full. I was not ready. I was not ready. And then her um, booking producer, tall, elegant black woman, walked up to me and said, give me your elevator pitch. I had no idea what to say, but I was like, from your lips to God's ears, let's do it. Right. Pitched. Next thing I knew, she said, you're going to be on the show. It's called, it was it's elevator pitch. Nice. I had no idea that I had done an elevator pitch ever. I didn't know. So when I finally was brought to Rockefeller Center, yes, and that's a big deal from a girl from the hood. It's a big deal. And I pitched, and I remember the host of the show saying that was one of the best pitches she'd ever heard in her life. Wow. Mind you, I never got training for it. You know what I mean? So I say all of that to say that was the beginning of Perfect Pitches by Precious. When I got a check for $500,000 from that one pitch and they kept telling me, you need to go into other pitch competitions because you blow away competition. You are that good. And I went into 14 business elevator pitch, national elevator pitch competitions and won 13 out of 14 times. What? And then came the Shark Tank and then came the, the CNN and the Wall Street journals and all of that, you know, and I learned a very valuable lesson. There are a lot of speakers out there. Let's not pretend like there aren't. But you have to create your own lane. Yeah. And we all know the Les Browns, the Lisa Nichols, the Tony Robbins, and all these other people. They did it in their own lane. I have no desire to be a motivational speaker. I am a pitch master, which means that I'm a champion speaker. So I've stood in everybody's shoes before. And now I'm on the other side teaching them how to kill it. Right. And... You know, when we talk about my clients being LinkedIn, Google, Microsoft, eBay, um, we NYC. In fact, I'm speaking at NBC Universal this Thursday, right? And I was just writing them an email because they're buying 100, at least 100 of my books. Wow. So think about that. 
If so, I was just a speaker, they wouldn't call me in because I have to define myself in some sort of way. And so because let's I'm talk a killer about that. pitch master. Hmm? Let's talk about that for a second, because because mm-hmm. it seems like you're, you're naming these large corporations who are not just mom and pop. And I'm going to say six figure companies. These right. are billion dollar conglomerates mm-hmm. who seem like they have it all figured out already, at least from a pitching and selling perspective. How on earth or what is it that that you, Precious, teach these people? So not only do I teach the art and science of pitching, Mm -hmm. but you have to realize not everybody in the company, not every woman is confident in being able to pitch her ideas in a board meeting. Wow. Not everybody knows how to speak well publicly. So yeah, you may have certain people who are like the rock stars, but most employees aren't like that. They aren't C-suite or not. Yeah. So I'm brought in. Sometimes I'm an executive coach. Sometimes I'm a corporate trainer. Sometimes I do one-offs at different companies because, because of referrals. People are just like, oh, she's so good. In fact, I spoke at an event upstate New York. I think it was Orange County. Nobody looked like me. And I was right. brought in as a keynote speaker. And I remember you know, taking the trip up there. And I did this thing called the big ask. And it was the first time I ever did it. And I was really telling him where I really wanted to speak. And when I told you, when I tell you after I stopped speaking and I got my standing ovation and women were going crazy, woman after woman who looked nothing like me came up and was like, I got a connection here. Um, what you need? I'm like, can you make that warm introduction? I said, give me that card and, and you take mine. I said, let's go down that LinkedIn real quick. So, so we don't lose this moment. Right. And so that's how it happened. Number one, never be afraid to ask for an opportunity, especially after you just killed it. Mm. After you just killed it, that's the best time to go in. Number two, if I was not the killer pitch master, I don't know who I would be. If I said I was a public speaking coach, that's not good enough to me. It's not good enough to say that. You know what I mean? And so being the killer pitch master stands for something. I have a small, I have a a unique niche in speaking, pitching. Yeah. And if I can't show you that I can get to big companies, how would you trust me to get to anyone else? Right. So when when, when if I can't get the- into governmental agencies, why would you trust me? If I can't get you if I couldn't get you on Shark Tank. Because <laughs> I I've been on Shark Tank and my clients, in fact, one of my clients right now is to second to the last step. All wow. the time she tried before, it never worked. Wow. Give me the ball. I'm not the fourth quarter quarterback. Give me the ball. Let's run. Yeah. Let's run it. Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. Have you ever wondered why some people are able to be remembered so easily? Have you ever thought about why they are associated with certain experiences? Well, it's because they repeat those experiences regularly. They have what is called a signature story. And guess what? You have one too. You might not know how to find it or tell it yet, but you have one. Here's what I want you to do. Sign up for my free five-day email course and learn how to discover your signature story so that you can tell it, create impact, improve your influence, and even enhance your brand. Sign up for the five-day signature story email course. Check the show notes for the link. And now, back to the show. 
So we're, we're talking about Shark Tank. We, and when people hear the word pitch, I mean, you've talked about elevator pitch already. When people hear the word pitch, they're kind of thinking about, okay, you're doing that to get finances. You're trying to get an investor or, 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 or venture capitalist. You're trying to sell a product. But just based on going through some of your stuff, some of your clients, those aren't really the only situations that pitching is useful. When else might a pitch come in handy? Well, you know, I, I, I teach the art and science of, of the, the killer pitch, meaning elevator, media, speaker, and investor. Those are the top ones that I focus on. I also do web copy. In fact, um, I'm working with wow. a, a major law firm out of L.A. and writing some of the web copy for them, right? So because I, I am a world-class master communicator, when it comes to pitching, I always tell my clients and even prospects, pitching is life. Anytime you're talking to your girlfriend or your guy friend about that no good girl or guy you dating, anytime you're talking about something you hate your job, you want people to focus on you. And what you're talking about and what and what matters to you so that you can keep the conversation going and take it into another conversation. You can use pitching when you're in a job interview. Right. So what's the dreaded question that all of us hate when they ask us in an interview? See, I haven't been in a job interview in years, but tell us about yourself. If you can't (laughs) slay that question. Wow. Wow. You have to be able to do it as a speaker. You know, you're not you're not like pitching for funding. You're pitching for the opportunity to get in front of the heavy hitters so that you can take it to the next level. Right. It's not as as much as I love my one offs. When you get those those, the the corporate training gigs and the coins that come along with it and the impact that you have, don't think. Yeah, I ever I don't think I take it for granted that I speak to big companies, especially knowing where I came from and always being told I wasn't good enough. Mm. By my mom, my dad, my family. And I'm the only one with a college degree and a law degree today. Wow. Wow. You know, I love something that you just said, and I want to back up to it for a moment. You said, I am a world-class master communicator. And that is that, that's, that speaks to some of the mindset stuff that a lot of us have to go through. So let me ask you, is that something that you intentionally put in your language every day? Or is that just kind of natural to you right now it's natural like I, like i said i started at 16 i don't yeah. think they were teaching public speaking skills like that to teenagers mm-hmm. i'm a natural speaker now have i invested in myself to get better and better heck yes come on yeah. now come on yeah. now yeah. come on i have i've invested in myself i've gotten training and stuff like that but the essence of who i am as a speaker right. if you notice i don't sound like everybody else and I'm not one of those people that can walk in and say, I want to be like her. No, 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 I don't. I want to be the best precious Williams that I can be right. because I want to give women and men the permission to position themselves into their own lane. If I wanted to be like these greats that everybody talks about, that's cool, but I'm 41. It's time for me to create the legacy for the people who come behind me right. and to know that you can do it like old blue eyes glistening with <laughs> your way. Love it, love it. And again, it. another thing to go with world-class master communicator is I'm the female MacGyver of business. You give me two toothpicks, there's not a door or a window or a crack in the wall that I can't go through. Wow. wow. Now, the door because I've been doing this so long, and even though I went through a hard time uh, three between three and four years ago, I literally walked out of a program on September 1st, 2018. Wow. So what you're seeing right now literally took less than two years. 
Wow. It took less than four months for real. And that's why I say, you know, we serve we serve a good God because I had a five year plan thinking it's going to take me forever. The gurus have kicked me to the curb. I'm not, I fell on my face and four months I was speaking at Viacom. Wow. I'm trying to tell you God is good. And also I nurtured my craft and I had to get humble and I don't mean humble for like, Oh, I mean humble. Like I'm more than my accomplishments. Right. There's so much more to me than that. Yeah. I, I throw out accomplishments to the the organizations that I work with. So they're like, oh, if she could do that, then this is a no brainer as a medium sized company. Right. No brainer. Yeah. If she can get the big ones to look at her, we ought to give her the shine right now. Right. Wow. Wow. So we've been talking about pitching this whole time, and I don't want you to necessarily give away all of your secret sauce, but. What are some of the important elements? What are some of the things that I need to know about giving a perfect pitch? So, you know, I go between killer and perfect all the time. It's rough okay. life. Rough life. <laughs> so, number one, I think it's important for you to be a, a master storyteller. Ah, uh, yeah. So, I know people think that you can't say a lot in 30 seconds. You really, really can. Mm. In fact, I wrote the book, Bad Bitches and Power Pitches for Women Entrepreneurs and Speakers Only. Right. So I just, um, I wanted to show you something, but I'm not even going to show you, but guess who one of my mentors is? Uh, Lisa. Just got her today. One of the, he- one, uh, one of the heads at Facebook. Oh, wow. Cheryl Sandberg. Please believe I, I plays no game. So how do you think these things happen? Wow. I'm a master storyteller. I don't mean I'm telling my life story. I mean the trajectory of how I got, I got here as a speaker. You asked a very important question because it wasn't about taking it all the way back. What you're really asking is how did I get into this space and into this place? Right. You speak to the speakers and the entrepreneurs who are looking to really get out there. So you have to be a master storyteller. How did you even get in business in the first place? What is your why? Do you know your why? No, Simon Sinek wrote the book, Start With Why. I have to say, you have to know it all the way through. Cole, master storyteller, right? Number two, begin with the end in mind. Where do you actually see yourself? Yeah. To be honest with you, as a 13-time national elevator pitch champion, um, I thought I was going to be working with individuals for the rest of my life. It wasn't until people in my network said, hey, have you ever thought of training at companies? Can I be honest with you? (laughs) I didn't think about that. Yeah. And then when it came so easily, it was shocking to me. Wow. Wow. And then number three, are you minding your network? Because a lot of us only play in certain playgrounds. Yeah. Not realizing that if you are in maybe two or three good networks, Mm -hmm. they can write your ticket. Yeah. Yeah. But some of us want to be in the comfortable spaces, and I choose not to be comfortable. I choose not to be. Yeah. I'm comfortable as a pitch master. Yeah. But I'm not. I I love being in spaces where I I just get the courage up to ask for an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're speaking, don't forever forget your big ask. Wow. It's not so much that you're just a great speaker, but if you can see me in this environment, imagine what I can do in a bigger environment. Imagine what I can do in a football stadium. Right. Or imagine what I could do in a small mastermind at $50,000 a pop. What could I do? If wow. you like an overview, you have no, you really have no idea what 25 years in this, in this business is like. Wow. <laughs> As a woman going through a pandemic, an economic downturn and social unrest, I'm truly booked and busy. Wow. And you know, a lot of people aren't right now. 
They weren't before, and they're definitely not right now. You are like a so, and also number four pain points. Are you really addressing your audience's pain points? Mm -hmm. Not what you think they are, but what they're actually telling you they are. So you even when you're working with corporate clients. Even if they're in media or any of these other industries, they each have individual pain points that you are not going to figure out from looking at the website. This is where you do your deep dive into real research with people who actually work there. Mm -hmm. See, I'm not above not doing my research because let's be clear. I go all I, I go in. I go in. I go all in. I'm yeah. all in the pain. Right. Because that's how I'm able to set myself apart. You can get people doing cookie cutter pitches all day long. And then you'll see a, a chick like me walk through there and be like, oh, that's the best y'all can do. Right. Okay. Wow. 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 You are like 5,000 watts in here right now. So I know people are like, you're, you are such crazy energy. And I'm like, I don't drink coffee. No, me neither. And I don't I drink. I love it. I love it. I love it. So let me ask you, and, and we're kind of moving towards the end here. You've got right. people that come to you. And you're, you're pitching them or you're teaching them about, about pitching and they view themselves or sometimes we view them as different than somebody that is a VP, CFO, CEO of, of a company. And we kind of view, okay, yeah, we can pitch these people, but these other people, they're like, you know, heavily starched collars. They can't, you know, is there a difference between pitching to a customer versus the higher ups of of a company c-suite i'm not gonna lie to you there is and there isn't which is so crazy to even say that Uh so each of us probably has individual clients right and you know your corporate clients are probably going to pay you more yep sure do so when i'm talking to individual clients i'm much more personal yeah and when i'm in front of corporations i'm much more professional Mm. Because the one thing I want about my individual women clients or men clients is for them to feel like she's been there and she's done that and she has my best interest at heart. When I'm in a corporation, unless me and the unless the executives and I are are aren't cool, keep it very professional. They don't need to know my life story, nothing. They don't need to know none of that. Mm -hmm. However, it's like the people that I work with at Microsoft, they know my story. Don't care about it at all. They just love it. They love to hear it and stuff like that. And they're not hearing it to downgrade me. Mm-hmm. They're hearing it because it's a refreshing, even though it's like this rags to riches story, it's so rich with opportunity after opportunity that I squandered and then realized my worth and then went hard in the paint. Mm-hmm. So again, with my individual clients, I want them to feel the personal. When I'm in front of corporations, strictly business, strictly okay. business. Okay. So, from so how a, I approach is very different. So from a storytelling perspective, are, are you mm-hmm. saying that you don't necessarily lead with a story? Oh no, I still do um, storytelling in both in both things because what you're what I'm what what I think you're asking me is like when I say story being a master storyteller, it doesn't have to be just your story. Mm-hmm. It can be the stories of the clients that you helped. It could be the transformation from one client working with you to another, doing things that they never thought that they could do. Wow. You know, like I helped I, I took a I took beta clients in two thousand thirteen and then for each and every one of them to win their competitions, mm-hmm. that's a story in and of itself. Am I right or wrong? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's Am I right awesome. or wrong? That's still a story. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's not about me. It's not about just my success. Because some people will come at me like that, like, oh, it, you're the only one successful. I'm like, I don't know where you get that from. Because if, if I was only successful in and of myself, big companies would not care. I promise you they wouldn't. Right. And another thing that you have to remember about speaking, even if you take any, just, t- t- just take, take us into the world of speaking right now. When you are speaking, bring on your testimonials. Mm-hmm. Bring on the things that really help you stand out. Because when you do that, they can picture you in so many other arenas. Wow. I thought I was only good at pitching. When I realized I could teach the art of public speaking and turn you from a public speaker to a booked and busy speaker, man, you can't tell me nothing now. Right. You can't tell me nothing in these streets. Wow. Yeah. So listen, we, uh, for the people that are listening to this podcast, I, I don't even know how to tell them to digest all of this. There's, there's like so much goodness in this. They're going to have to go back and, and break this apart little by little. I'm telling you all, you got to take five minute segments and just like sleep on it, inhale it and, and, and absorb it so that you can really get all of what Precious has given you, because this is, this is just amazing stuff. So tell people how they can get closer to you. How do they touch bases with you? Where do you hang out online? Okay. So I, I, my, my website is www.perfectpitchesbyprecious.com. My uh, email address is precious at perfectpitchesbyprecious.com. On LinkedIn, I am precious L Williams killer pitch master on Twitter. I am Twitter www.twitter.com slash perfect pitch P on Facebook www.facebook.com slash perfect pitch P and on Instagram. I am www.instagram.com slash perfect pitches P. Awesome. So check out my website. Check me out on social media. I promise you I deliver enough content in one day that will blow your mind. Am I right? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Your words make a difference. Your words are also a sales machine. That's right. Intentional words will cause people to determine whether or not they want to be connected to you, to do business with you, promote you, sponsor you, market you, throw money at you, be in relationship with you. If your words can do all that, why would you not want to learn the precious skill of intentionality with your words? It's time to make some money with your words. Hey, tune into the next episode where we'll chat with a guy who teaches Facebook about Facebook ads. Ooh, imagine that, right? Tristan Sutton is the guest on my next episode, and you'll want to tune in for that. I hope you'll be there with me. Don't forget to leave a ranking, rating, or review for the show on any one of our podcast networks, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, ooh, we're on Amazon Music. Check it out. Don't forget, you can also send me a message by going to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. Listen, if you want to win that gift card, if you've gotten what we're talking about, rewind to the beginning of the episode, listen to it again, and then send me that voicemail at robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. I'm looking forward to getting your submissions. Let's do this. Listen, y'all, I know life isn't easy and you've got a lot of stuff, but don't forget your stuff is your story and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy the third, and you've been listening to... The RKT Show.